Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to My Millennial Career. My name's Shelley Johnson. I'm a HR consultant and the founder at Boldside. Hey, Em. Hey, Shell. Emily Bowen and I'm the COO of Rare Kind. And today on the show, we're sharing five signs that it's time to leave your job. All right, Shell. I'm not sure if you've had this experience, but you know when you're dating and we talk about red flags mm. and... You might have friends kind of pointing them out to you because sometimes they can be really hard to see when you're in it yourself. I guess what we want to do today is we want to be those friends. So we want to be those people that point out the red flags to you and say, get out. But we're not talking, we haven't changed. We're not talking about your personal relationship. We're actually talking about your work. Let's get into it. Yes, the signs that the ship is sinking and that you need to <laughs> abort, abort. Abort, totally. Like, what are the signs that you need to get out of there, leave your job because there's just too many red flags? And it's funny because you're so right. When you're in it sometimes, like in your relationships, when you're dating someone, you don't see it, but someone externally can look in and go, oh, that's, that's a little bit strange or that's really not a good kind of dynamic that you've got going on there. And so we want to be the voice for you. If you're in a job and it's time to get out, but maybe you're not seeing it, listen to these red flags, listen to the signs that it's time to leave and assess your own work situation. And it might just be the words of wisdom you need to make a big, bold move and get off the sinking ship. <laughs> and look, if I could just take like just the luxury of one more moment to flesh this out a little and frame it up, we're not necessarily talking about like you know, these big catastrophes. We're talking about some of the subtleties that just, they build over time and you're used to it, you accept it, you maybe are able to justify it or you have a sense of comfort in that red flag. And so, it's not looking like a red flag to you. That's the sort of stuff we're talking about. That's what we're going to dive into today. Five things, five signs, it's time to leave your job. Awesome. All right. Well, First is the sign that you've drifted apart. And this is, like you said, and it's subtle and, and you might not notice it. It's something that takes place over time. And we see this a lot in work where over a couple of years, you've just realised, oh, my values no longer align to this workplace. Or maybe the culture of the the work environment has changed due to new leadership or due to, I don't know, fast-paced growth. I'm not sure what what the trigger is, but your values for you personally no longer align in this business. And you could be feeling, I mean, some of the symptoms of that, you could be feeling like you've stagnated or you could be feeling a sense of what we call dissonance where it's like something just feels out of sync. Uh, You might have not hit any goals in a while 
or not felt like you've had a sense of development or learning opportunity. And they are some of the symptoms or warning signs that we talk about when we say, oh, maybe it's time to stop and check in and go, why is that happening? Is it because our values no longer align? Or is it because of the strategic direction that the business is taking now, not align, you know, that doesn't align to the career direction that I'm after. And so while it was really great at one point, and we're all really nice people, we've just drifted apart. Totally. And I mean, for me, I think about my values and I know I've talked about this before on the podcast. One of my values is growth. And so if I'm in an organization, I want to feel like I'm growing all the time and developing. And so the thing that I look for is, well, if I'm no longer getting growth opportunities or this job that I'm in is not giving me any sense of challenge, well, I'm not going to be my best self. I'm not going to be engaged in that job. And so you need to be going back to your values and looking at, is this job giving me those opportunities to grow and develop? And if you have hit your ceiling or you've stagnated and you're no longer getting those opportunities that you got when you first started, to me, that's a red flag because your career is about growth. Your career is, it doesn't have to be growth up a ladder, but it you do want to feel like you're being stretched at work. And so if that's the case for you and you're feeling like I'm just doing the same old, same old and it's monotonous and it's dull, well, to me, that would be a sign that it's getting towards the end of your time there and the end of the life cycle at that particular job or workplace. Number two, this is a fun one. This one we're calling the stage five clinger and we're talking about you, you being the stage five clinger. <laughs> it's like I was, I've always been into The Bachelor and The Bachelorette and, and loved seeing the stage five clingers because for me, I'm like, what is it that makes them hold on so tightly and obsess so deeply in the person? And I think we can all be this at work and I've seen it outplay so many times and where I've, I've watched my friends or clients that I've worked with and, and I've seen them and I think, wow, you're really holding on to this job so tightly, like to the point of an unhealthy obsession or what I would call misplaced loyalty. And I had a mentor once say to me, um, he he was so helpful in helping me understand this whole idea and he wouldn't have called it stage five clinger. <laughs> We've obviously termed it that, but he would tell me to hold things loosely. And what I was finding that I had done throughout my career is really grip onto a job title or a particular career goal and just obsess over it. And what ended up happening for me was that that unhealthy obsession actually was harming my own career, but not even allowing me to get those opportunities because I was trying to hold on to something so tightly. And I think in this whole concept, we're trying to let you see if you're holding on to that job and you're clinging on for dear life, that could be a red flag that you're missing other opportunities that are out there for you because there's this one track mind tunnel vision. Shell, do you reckon that there could also be, um, I guess this could come from a place of I'm someone who has invested so much, like I've been with this in this job, with this workplace for four years now. I feel like I've given it my heart and soul and so I'm clinging on because I don't want to feel like that has gone to waste. Yeah, that's a good point. I haven't thought about it in that way um, of – when you have invested over years and you've given your heart and soul and you don't know when the right time to let go is, mm, mm. it's 
it's an interesting idea because I do think there's a life cycle to employment and it's not a time thing. It's more about when and, and it's a, that reflection that's needed to look at when is the right moment for me to exit and that doesn't devalue all the work you've done. Like it's not saying, oh, hey, the 10 years or the five years you've spent at this workplace, well, that's all gone to waste. Like of course it hasn't but there still comes a point where you have to say, and now it's time for me to step on to the next thing, the new thing. And and with this whole misplaced loyalty, I think where that comes from is a fear of the unknown. So it's like, well, I know this environment, I know what I'm doing here and I'm, I'm fearful that I'm not going to be able to get an exciting new opportunity, so I'm just going to stay. I'm just going to settle for this, yeah, even though the red flag is there. Yeah, and that language of settle is a good is a really good way to put it, Em, of I'm just going to settle and, and I don't think anyone should do that. Your career should be meaningful. Mm. You should love what you do and if you do feel like you're settling, that's not fair to you but it's definitely not fair to your employer either. And if I can grab onto the word career the, the way you just used it there and you can workshop this with me on the spot in case it doesn't come out quite right, we, we often talk here about career being the focus, not job. And when I consider this idea of like you're holding on too tightly to the job you're in or that workplace at that time, for me, that is different to your career. So it's like, like hold the job loosely. And I can't believe this is going to come out of my mouth on the record because I might um, contradict myself one day, but like, it's just a job. Your career as a whole is what we're talking about when we're including this in a sign it's time to leave because we want your career to be better and holding on too tightly to that job might be a detriment to that. And that's so good. <laughs> like that is so good. I've paused, I'm thinking it all over and I'm just like appreciating what you've said so much there. And if you could see my face, I'm like, you could deeply see me thinking over everything Anne's just said and I'm going to leave it there because I couldn't say yeah, anything you just, better. You just left me hanging. If I can paint the picture of people, I'm here saying... Can you help me workshop this? It could come out wrong. I'll probably contradict myself later. And Shell just looks at me like I'm just with a not a blank face, but like a processing face. And I'm thinking, which way is she going to go here? Is she going to say, "Oh, let's let's edit that out," or is she actually going to back me up? And I'm glad we, we I just got had there. to pause yeah. and think it through and go, "You are so right," and I love everything you've said. Thank you. Okay, <laughs> number three. We're on a roll. Number three. Staying because of what other people think. Oh, the external judgment. Yeah. And it's funny, isn't it? Because one of the things I see people and questions we get through the Facebook community is around what does it look like on on the resume? Like if I stay in a job and I'm only there for like eight months, does that look bad on my resume? And that's one of those external things that can influence. I'm only staying here because I feel like I need to make sure that my resume looks a certain way. Do you know the other one we get is I don't like my job or I'm not sure I'm in the right career. However, I've spent $60,000 and five years of my life on my uni degree and I've been in working towards this career in law, engineering, teaching, nursing, whatever it might be for the last four years, I'm coming up to 30 and I just don't really know if this is what I want to do. But, you know, I guess it has that undertone of like, what are people going to think of me if 
I'm 30 and I'm in inverted commas throwing that all away and starting again. Yeah, there's the status and yes. and I think it's really looking out for what are those, we talk about the red flags, what are the red flags around this concern over what people think? And to me, it all comes down to ego. Mm. It's very, it's when, we, when we're making decisions from a place of ego, that's a really unhealthy red flag for me. It's a, it's a sign that there's some kind of other thing at play. So looking at it and going, is this purely about what other people think or is this about what I want? Like, am I staying in this job because I'm trying to cross over an arbitrary, like I have to do one year in a job in order to for it to not look weird on my resume? Like, really, who cares about that for now? Like, yes, hear us. We don't want you to job hop from every job that you're in. But if you've, got, if you've worked for three years in one job and four years in the next and you work for six months at one gig and you leave because you don't like it, that's okay. And you can explain it really well. Like there are absolutely some other episodes where we would talk about your narrative and your explanation and the context and whatnot. But what we're saying here is if you're thinking, should I stay or should I go? Then one of the red flags, one of the reasons we would suggest, you know, you you do move on is if you're only staying because of what other people think. You know, Shell, you warned me against going too far on our analogies, but we talk about the white picket fence here. So you look from the outside and think that person's got it all. They've got the house, the dog, the relationship, and it seems happy enough. But if at the end of the day, it's not what you want and you're just worried about what other people will think, well, that's a sign it's time to move on. And no one else is living in it. You are. You see what it's like from the inside. Or how it feels. You feel how it feels. Exactly. And so take the external pressure off, take the ego out of it, pause that for a sec and really think through what do I need, what do I want and how does this feel and use that as your guide and your and to inform your decision making, not the bloody person walking their dog looking at the picket fence. (laughs) (laughs) And on that note, let's take a break. And when we come back, we've got our final two signs that it's time to leave, including, you know what, they're just not that into you. (laughs) Hey, thanks for listening. We love learning how to do all things well, which is why we have a bunch of different podcasts on a variety of topics. So go and check out My Millennial Investor, My Millennial Property, My Millennial Money Medical, My Millennial Health, my Millennial Business, and My Millennial Money. Find these wherever you're listening to this podcast. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. All right. 
So you said it, Em, they're just not that into you. And this happens and I've seen this happen so many times to people and it's it's kind of sad when you're in an environment and you're going for promotions, you're putting your head up saying, I'd like more responsibility, but you're just not getting cut through. You're just not getting the opportunities because for whatever reason, they're just saying no. And this happens and it's, I think, Sometimes it's just that sign, well, they're just not that into you and don't stay in an environment like that. Yeah, the vibe is just not there. Sometimes it can be really difficult to get clarity on and often when you're feeling in that funk of like, what am I doing wrong? Why is it not me? You might never feel like you have a clear answer on that, but there comes a point where it is a sign that it's time to leave and perhaps you'll have more success elsewhere. You absolutely will. Like, I, I just don't think you should stay in a, in a workplace where you keep getting knocked back continually. I think if you've put your hand up enough times and of course there's going to be moments where you don't get the opportunity and that's normal, but if it feels like this continual message that you're, you're not able to progress or you're not able to move departments or whatever it is that you want that to look like, well then... I think that's the sign, well, this is not going to work here and I need to move on. You're barking up the wrong tree. (laughs) We've gone. There's so many like metaphors, similes, analogies that we've used in this episode. But I want you to know that you can find that ideal workplace. And so if that's jumping ship, cut your losses, do it. And just a final thought on this whole, they're just not that into you idea. It's really important not to take it personally. I just want to say that again. It's important not to take it personally. If you're getting knocked back for promotions and and opportunities, it's easy to think in those moments that, oh, this is about me. But sometimes it's just about the fit and the match. And yeah, I just want to encourage you to not just take that on and let that really rattle your confidence because that next opportunity, the next job, the next workplace that comes along, you could find that it's just opportunity after opportunity after opportunity. So please hear us in that. It's really important to allow yourself the space to bounce back and and move forward with confidence. Amen. All right. Finally, to bring us home, the fifth sign that it's time to leave is when there's just no chemistry. I'm such a believer in chemistry. Yeah, and this is like the magic, right? It's the magic. It's the secret sauce. It is. And this is part of that. If I think about, okay, it's a recruitment process. You see a job advertised and you decide to apply. I, I would be looking for, if I was job hunting, I would be looking for that sense of chemistry from the job ad. So there's something about that job ad that just has you wanting to apply it, has you wanting more. And you're going to kick me under the table, Shell, but it's no different if you are swiping on the apps (laughs) and you're going, there's just something about that person that makes me want to know more. Even though at this point, it's literally just words on a page. Like there are just black and white job ad words telling you about that position. But we're looking for that little spark that then makes you want to know more and through your recruitment process. And then once you're working in that workplace, we'd love to feel like that chemistry is alive. Yeah. It's this whole idea of chemistry that let's say you want fun and adventure and you want to be in a relationship where there's, there's that 
excitement and there's the thrill and there's some parts of it that are a little bit daunting or whatever. So it's just so personal, right? Like what that looks like for one person could be a fire pit at home and just like super chill. What it looks like for another person could be hiking every weekend. Or base jumping. Yeah. <laughs> so if you if you're looking for fun and adventure, but you've ended up in a career that is monotonous and dull, well, then you haven't got that chemistry in place. And long-term, that's not going to work for you. And that's okay. So it's planning your exit then of going, well, there's not this chemistry here. Can I find it in a different team or department within the business? If not, then it's time to go elsewhere. But I love what you're saying, Emma, about you can determine some of that from the job ad. You can determine it by going on the website and getting a feel for what the workplace is like and seeing if there is that spark and if there is that sense of there's some vibe here, let's pursue it further. I uh, This is going to sound weird. Why am I doing this to myself today? So there are plenty of my friends' partners who I just go, they're great people, but I could not date them. I don't know how they live with them. Like lovely people, but not for me. And I think the same about workplaces. I look at some of my friends' careers, the professions they've chosen, and where they work and the stories they tell me. And I go, yeah, you have fun with that. Sounds great. Glad you love it. But not for me. And that's the other thing in, in all of this is like the chemistry is personal. So where we've talked about some of these signs throughout the five today, you know, don't take them personally or it's okay if it's just not there. This is one where it is personal. It's really hard to put your finger on. It's going to be different for everyone. And so often we hear stories, and I'm sure we're not alone, of somebody who chooses a career when they come out of school, perhaps based on their grades. So there's the classic, got really good grades at school, so I looked at being a doctor, a lawyer, an engineer, and I've now, you know, into my late 20s, and I'm thinking, hang on, I'm learning more about myself that goes beyond my grades. I'm realising there are other opportunities in what my career could look like. And hey, I think I just want to be a scuba driver and diver instructor, a scuba diver instructor. That is hard. (laughs) Who wrote that? Um, But you know, it's just, it's that evolution. It's that learning about yourself and it's working out what is right for you. Evolution is the word there, Emma. If you listen to these five signs, these aren't fixed things. They're dynamic, just like your workplace that you're currently in is dynamic. So you might have started off and you had, it ticked all the boxes, but two years in and the workplace has changed and you've changed and evolved and now it's no longer right for you and that's okay. Like hear us, that's fine. But don't stay because, don't stay out of fear and don't stay out of some misplaced sense of loyalty or because of what other people think. We want you to find a career that you love and to keep building that. And that means looking for opportunities beyond your current workplace. And so if any of these resonate with you, for Em and I, that's a trigger to go and think through what is it that's not working right now and what is it that you could be doing. So start looking at, when you're looking at those future opportunities, look for the values aligning, look for the chemistry, look for that internal joy that you want and meaning rather than the white picket fence and it just all looking good from the outside. Couldn't have said it better myself, Shell. I think on that note, should we wrap it up? Yes, let's wrap it up. Hey, so good to hang out and you can find Em and I on LinkedIn. We love hearing from you. Find us, chat to us and also 
If you enjoy the show, wherever you're listening, can you give us a five-star rating and review? We love your feedback. Thanks for hanging out. Talk to you soon. We acknowledge the Awabakal people, traditional custodians of the land on which our studio sits, and pay respects to their elders, past, present, and emerging. We extend that respect to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples who may listen to our podcast. Hey, thanks for listening. We love learning how to do all things well, which is why we have a bunch of different podcasts on a variety of topics. So go and check out My Millennial Investor, My Millennial Property, My Millennial Money Medical, My Millennial Health, My Millennial Business, and My Millennial Money. Find these wherever you're listening to this podcast. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.